The poem says, Human voices wake us, and we drown. But I've made this podcast with the belief that human voices are what we need. And so, whether from a year or 3,000 years ago, whether poetry or prose, whether fiction or diary or biography, here are the best things we have ever thought, written, or said. Here is a part of Walt Whitman's Song of Myself. I'll be reading it from the 1855, the first edition. And for those of you who who might go looking for it, um, the 1855 edition does not have section numbers. But by the time it did, by the time he added them in, what I'm about to read ends up being in section 33. So if you have editions with those numbers in it, that's where you can find it. Swift wind, space, my soul. Now I know it is true what I guessed at, what I guessed when I loafed on the grass, what I guessed while I lay alone in my bed, and again as I walked the beach under the paling stars of the morning. My ties and ballasts leave me, I travel, I sail, my elbows rest in the sea gaps, I skirt the Sierras, my palms cover continents, I am afoot with my vision. By the city's quadrangular houses and log huts, or camping with lumbermen, along the ruts of the turnpike, along the dry gulch and rivulet bed, hoeing my onion patch and rows of carrots and parsnips, crossing savannas, trailing in forests, prospecting, gold-digging, girdling the trees of a new purchase, scorched ankle-deep by the hot sand, hauling my boat down the shallow river, where the panther walks to and fro, on a limb overhead, where the buck turns furiously at the hunter, where the rattlesnake suns his flabby length on a rock, where the otter is feeding on fish, where the alligator in his tough pimples sleeps by the bayou, where the black bear is searching for roots or honey, where the beaver pats the mud with his paddle tail, over the growing sugar over the cotton plant, over the rice in its low, moist field, over the sharp-peaked farmhouse with its scalloped scum and slender shoots from the gutters, over the western persimmon, over the long-leaved corn and the delicate blue-flowered flax, over the white and brown buckwheat, a hummer and a buzzer there with the rest, over the dusky green of the rye as it ripples and shades the breeze. Scaling mountains, pulling myself cautiously up, holding on by low, scragged limbs, walking the path worn in the grass and beat through the leaves of the brush, where the quail is whistling betwixt the woods and the wheat lot, 
where the bat flies in the July eve, where the great gold bug drops through the dark, where the flails keep time on the barn floor, where the brook puts out of the roots of the old tree and flows to the meadow, where cattle stand and shake away flies with the tremulous shuddering of their hides, where the cheesecloth hangs in the kitchen and the andirons straddle the hearth slab and cobwebs fall in festoons from the rafters, where trip hammers crash, where the press is whirling its cylinders, wherever the human heart beats with terrible throes out of its ribs, where the pear-shaped balloon is floating aloft, floating in it myself and looking composedly down, where the life car is drawn on the slip noose, where the heat hatches pale green eggs in the dented sand, where the she-whale swims with her calves and never forsakes them, where the steamship trails hindways its long pennant of smoke, where the ground shark's fin cuts like a black chip out of the water, where the half-burned brig is riding on unknown currents, where shells grow to her slimy deck and the dead are corrupting below, where the striped and starred flag is borne at the head of the regiments, approaching Manhattan, up by the long stretching island, under Niagara, the cataract, falling like a veil over my countenance, upon a doorstep, upon the horse block of hardwood outside, upon the race course, or enjoying picnics or jigs, or a good game of baseball, at he festivals with blackguard jibes and ironical license and bull dances and drinking and laughter, at the cider mill, tasting the sweet of the brown skush, sucking the juice through a straw, at apple peelings, wanting kisses for all the red fruit I find, at musters and beach parties and friendly bees and huskings and house raisings, where the mockingbird sounds his delicious gurgles and cackles and screams and weeps, where the hayrick stands in the barnyard and the dry stalks are scattered and the brood cow waits in the hovel, where the bull advances to do his masculine work and the stud to the mare and the cock is treading the hen, where the heifers browse and the geese nip their food with short jerks, where the sundown shadows lengthen over the limitless and lonesome prairie, where the herds of buffalo make a crawling spread of the square miles far and near, where the hummingbird shimmers, where the neck of the long-lived swan is curving and winding, where the laughing gull scoots by the slappy shore and laughs her near-human laugh, where beehives range on a gray bench in the garden half-hid by the high weeds, where the band-necked partridges roost in a ring on the ground with their heads out, where burial coaches enter the arched gates of a cemetery, where winter wolves bark amid wastes of snow and icicle trees, where the yellowed crowned heron comes to the edge of the marsh at night 
and feeds upon small crabs, where the splash of swimmers and divers cools the warm noon, where the katydid works her chromatic reed and the walnut tree over the well, through patches of citrons and cucumbers with silver-wired leaves, through the salt lick or orange glade or under conical firs, through the gymnasium, through the curtained saloon, through the office or public hall. Pleased with the native and pleased with the foreign, pleased with the new and old, pleased with women, the homely as well as the handsome, pleased with the Quakeress as she puts off her bonnet and talks so melodiously, pleased with the primitive tunes of the choir of the whitewashed church, pleased with the earnest words of the sweating Methodist preacher, or any preacher, looking seriously at the camp meeting, looking in at the shop windows in Broadway the whole forenoon, pressing the flesh of my nose to the thick plate glass, wandering the same afternoon with my face turned up to the clouds, my right and left arms round the sides of two friends, and I in the middle, coming home with the bearded and dark-cheeked bush boy, riding behind him at the drape of the day, far from the settlement studying the print of animals' feet, or the moccasin print, by the cot in the hospital reaching lemonade to a feverish patient, by the coffined corpse when all is still, examining with a candle, voyaging to every port to dicker and adventure, hurrying with the modern crowd as eager and fickle as any, hot toward one I hate, ready in my madness to knife him, solitary at midnight in my backyard, my thoughts gone from me a long while, walking the old hills of Judea with the beautiful, gentle God by my side, speeding through space, speeding through heaven and the stars, speeding amid the seven satellites and the broad ring and the diameter of 80,000 miles, speeding with tailed meteors, throwing fireballs like the rest, carrying the crescent child that carries its own full mother in its belly storming, enjoying, planning, loving, cautioning, backing and filling, appearing and disappearing. I tread day and night such roads. Now in the margins of this, uh, I just wrote, there is only a before and after reading this now read Song of Myself before, but I don't remember that at all. And now I don't think I will ever forget it. Any comments or suggestions for readings I should make in future episodes can be emailed to humanvoiceswakeus, the number one, at gmail.com. Links to each work used in this episode can be found in the episode description. If you enjoy Human Voices Wake Us, you can subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. The music here is Duke Ellington's Arabesque Cookie.